prepare yourself. You're about to listen to Super Games Cast 64 with your host, Trey Mitchell, and your other hosts, Austin Guttery and Connor Reisenhoover. Five, four, three, two, one, failure! What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Gamescast 64. Ho, 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 it's the Christmas special. Uh, bundle up against the fire with your chestnuts roasting. It's uh, me, Trey Mitchell. It's Connor Ryan Hoover. How you doing, Connor? Doing great, man. Great. And it's Austin Guttery. We're here. Austin, doing great, doing? man. Doing great, too, man. Yeah, you know, it's just the holiday Yuletide season. Trey and I have a big bowl of uh, figged pudding, um, and there's a gingerbread and um, sugar plum. Yeah, there's some mistletoe right below mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So we'll be smooching. Right below us. Or above us. What do we have to do if it's below us? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's everyone doing today? How's everyone doing? Everyone doing good? Yeah, you know, it's Christmas time. It's here. It's here. It's, uh, what, was it 80 degrees today? Yeah, 80 it's nice. degrees. It's hot. Nice hot Christmas, how I like it. Yeah. Connor, you like hot Christmas? Yeah, dude. It's probably number three on my favorite hot things. Ooh. Rank uh, the hot things. Yeah. A hot Christmas, a hot Carl. Okay. Potato? And hot, hot crossed buns. Number Pocket? one. Oh, Hot Pocket's uh, up there. Hot Pocket, I mean, we didn't get to top five. I just did top three. What about a Hot Wheel? Yeah. What about Hot Wings? Ooh. Dog? Hot Wings, number uh, one. Hot Dog's pretty good. Wing over dog. Hey, guys, is a taco a sandwich? <laughs> funny. It's great. It's yeah, really funny. I'm edgy, and I think that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. That's how edgy and cool I am. Bro, you would hate that movie with Jimmy O. Yang, then. Oh, yeah? Is that every because joke? Because one of the characters, that is their personality. Like, <sighs> you would hate it. Like, it's not that funny. It's not original. Not original anymore. We get it. Yeah. You're a cool guy. You're a cool guy. We get it now. Well, you know what is cool, though, Trey? What? Video Playing games? video games. That is cool. And I'm curious what you've been playing the last week oh Trey i've been playing a, a little bit of halo multiplayer still with friends yeah yeah hell yeah some friends i've yet to uh dive into the campaign have you dived into the campaign austin i have dove into said campaign and how is it that's great how far you think you are in it um five hours maybe four okay. i'm kind of taking my little time i'm hitting every little thing um does Halo need to be open world? Not really. Uh, does it really work for the story and the gameplay? Not. I mean, it's not not too much. It's not bad, but we didn't need it. The first two missions are like old old style, where it's like linear and you're on like mm-hmm. a spaceship, and those were great. Those felt great. Um, then you get out onto the Halo ring, and just uh, kind of like, well. Go wherever you want to, and when you play Halo, you're not looking to think. I don't need to be thinking and making decisions. I just want to shoot some blue blue people. Uh, And this makes you choose where to go. Um, It it guides you, but um, it maybe didn't need to be open world and that's what i'll say well i'm gonna disagree with you without playing it that makes better content oh good yeah 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 now we have both opinions I agree, both opinions. I disagree. But as far as gameplay goes, it's fantastic. It's maybe the best thing they've ever made. Nice. Yeah, swinging around like Spider-Man with your yeah. little grapple hook and I wanna... being, getting creative, grabbing stuff off the ground and throwing it and stuff. I it's... hear it's sort of like Breath of the Wild as far as like yes. it's like um, physics and... Oh, it's great. The physics yeah. engine is perfect. The new guns are all great. It's uh, it's quite a romp. It's they got fun. that needler? Uh, so I had a needler I picked up at the beginning of the game and carried with me probably for like five or six straight hours. Yeah. And then accidentally switched it out without realizing it and said a little little eulogy for my needler that uh-huh. went. But yeah, it 
it was fun. I it, it carried me throughout uh, throughout everything. Mm. Um, Cortana's purple again. When you run into is her, she sexy? Is she a sexy? No, AI? she's. They gave her her Halo CE design, so she has all these like digital things all over her mm-hmm. and some clothes now. Um, and then there's like a new fake Cortana who's like her replacement. Um, who sounds Spoilers? and looks pretty close to her. Uh, she's got clothes on, so. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. But overall, it's been great. Uh, should be done with it in a few weeks, and then I'll fill you guys in. Anything else you've been playing, Austin? Uh, just Pokemon Diamond. I got four badges now, I think. Um, my team still Is it sucks. pretty similar to the original? Diamond? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've they've put in every single detail and added some quality of life improvements. I mean, it's a pretty good game. I mean, what do you want? And so where are we watching now, Austin? We were watching them build a treehouse? Yeah, the, these people are building a cabin. Building a cabin. Yeah. We were watching someone de-gutter... There was a beaver that had gotten into a big gully and built a dam, and the a guy cleared yeah. it out and then drained a little lake. Now we're watching this. Yeah. Uh, Trey, what have you been playing? I just told you. It was the hailer. Well, yeah, but anything else? Um, No. Okay. Connor? Still just diamond. Guys, is this a safe space for me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I think I'm over Pokemon. <gasps> Like totally. Uh, at least it's very formulaic, man. Yeah, it is. They did I nothing think to really change it up. I think, I think I like Pokemon. I like the atmosphere. I like the Pokemon. I like all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like an okay RPG. Uh huh. Hmm. Uh huh. Damn. I mean, I played X and Y, and I really enjoyed. That was like the first two I've played since like I was a kid. And I really enjoyed that, but I don't. I just don't have a hankering to go back and play anymore. I think I'm just like actively not enjoying it. Like there are spurts when I'm liking it. I think overall I'm like actively not loving it. Well, this was not a great uh, remake. I mean, they they remade the game very well, and it runs fine. It's just like, what did they do? I to think change I'm it up? still. I think I'm still excited for Arceus. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's good. Yeah, they've been releasing stuff about it. Maybe we'll hit some of it in the news. Stuff? Yeah, little little clips and stuff. Did you see Wooden Voltorb? No. Yeah, there's a video. Yeah, I have it. Wooden Voltorb. I did not pull those stories, but so we can talk about it right now. If I you think want. that's witchcraft, but yeah, we're, we are getting Wooden Voltorb. I do like the idea of taking Pokemon that already exist and kind of making them different forms. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think if they hardened up the RPG elements of it a little bit and made it a little not grindier, but I don't know. Just did something. I People, I I need the combat to be a little bit different. Um, like, how so? Like, like the animations? I might like for them to do a combat rehaul, which they'll never do. But I just mean like, I would like, I'd like for it to be more responsive and less like I push the same attack five times. Yeah, he dies. Yeah, right next. Thing. I, I never utilize attack. like leer or any like status moves or anything. It's I've never done that either. Yeah. Attack. Yeah. Why would you do I anything? Play, I guess attack. you kind of have to force yourself to like. I know they have like Nuzlocke runs. You know what those are? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Where you know you you when a Pokemon dies they die. I maybe they should like implement those kind of modes and make it a little more interesting for advanced. Well, players. I think some of the like. Passive moves need to be a little more um, impactful because, like, I go play right. uh, Octopath and I'm not just hitting attack every time. I'm doing move combinations and mm-hmm. uh, you well, know that's I'm... the thing is like there is nothing that like like you can't combine moves or anything like that. Right, there's some that you can't like I like my uh, Drifloon has um, like a has a move that works double if the Pokemon has a status condition. And so, like, I, you know, been searching for a TM that I can give it that will inflict sleep or whatever. And then so... But there's things like that. But there's nothing, like... I don't know. I think it suffers from the fact that it's... 90% of the time, it's 1v1. And so you can't really combine moves with, like, partner Pokemon. Which, in, like, Octopath, you know, there's four people fighting at once. And I'm like... Healing these people, buffing these, these two are attacking, and then they're giving these a bonus. It's like, 
I think just the one-on-one combat isn't very dynamic. Yeah, I think it also suffers from the fact that, like, really, since its inception, there have been no changes to, like, the mechanics. Right. All they did was add, like, hey, we added some some more uh, pipes. Yeah. And the fun comes from, like, the collecting aspect, which is something that most other RPGs don't have. But I think they just haven't done a good job with that in the last few times. Well, also, you get to the point where it's like, there's over a thousand Pokemon, so... Right. I don't know how you would do that. He's filming me right now. He's been obsessed with this new phone he got. I got the new iPhone 13 Pro Max. Birth by Sleep uh, 2.5 DD. He bought a $1,200 phone, and he's been obsessed Mm -hmm. with the little camera. He's got the camera, the wide-angle lenses. Filming me all day. I'm making the documentary on Austin. Doing the Austin doc. Yep. All about Augie. Keep Austin weird, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) But hey, so we played some stuff. We also watched something. We did watch something, Connor. You want to talk about how you grifted us, saying this was a great movie? Yeah, I'll talk about how I grifted you guys. Yeah. Um, Freaking foisted this movie on us. Well, if if you've been alive for the last month... You've seen an ad for 8-Bit Christmas. You might have uh, accidentally gone with a buddy to get some drinks after work and stumbled upon a live screening that was way too loud uh, and gotten a beanie. You might have done that. You might have done that. So 8-Bit Christmas is the newest film from In the Marvel a- Universe. Yeah, it's the newest non-Marvel <laughs> film. Uh, That's how we differentiate. It's either Marvel, Marvel universe or, non-Marvel. or non-Marvel. This is part of the not-Marvel universe. It's like that uh, image someone found where they were like, oh, here's a book I found, and it's called uh, like Everything They Teach You at Harvard Business School. And then someone else found a book that said that was titled Everything They Don't Teach You at Harvard Business School. And someone, someone was like, these two books contain the sum of all <laughs> human knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so that's essentially how we break it down. But this is a movie starring, uh, starring is a loose term, NPH, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. He just narrates it. Yeah, we've got Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I'm just going to read some names. You tell me if you know them. Uh, Steve Zahn? Yeah, Steve Zahn's in it. June Diane Raphael's Winslow, in it. Winslow Fegley is in this. Is that the main little little shithead <laughs> yeah it's the main kid <laughs> okay uh, uh Steve david Z- cross was in it yeah david cross was in it that's right uh that's who else the rest don't matter Those yeah the, the whole main. the whole gang um austin had fun nicknames for yeah, all yeah we had Hambone was the fat friend <laughs> shades fat liar no, t-bone was the black friend <laughs> uh mainframe was the nerdy friend uh, I don't really. We didn't come up with a name for the weird autistic kid. Uh, I said he looked off, like my friend Darian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, so we'll get to the we'll get to that kid in a second. Well, first uh, of all, this... let's set this up. Connor convinced us to watch this for some right. reason. He told us I it was we good. Had, we had to. We and had. And he watch it. forced us to watch it. He always says we have to watch things. We don't have to do anything. Trey and I kept checking the time, and it was not Content. moving. <laughs> Right. It's content. Connor has poisoned this podcast. We're doing okay, content, guys. <laughs> We're doing content. Yeah, Content's yes, king. Are. I know. Content. content is king. I know. So the the whole story of this movie that kid want NES for Christmas. That's it. They used the actual like they didn't make up a game console. They actually used NES. And they said Nintendo about 50,000 times. But Trey noted that they didn't show any actual first-party Nintendo games. That is correct. It was either made-up games or Rampage. Well, Midway is dead, so Rampage, I'm sure you can get the rights to show. That is true. Very cheap. Yeah, I wonder, like, how much they're allowed... Um... To use use Nintendo and stuff because I mean Nintendo is very strict on that, so they probably gave them their blessing to like say Nintendo and use the console. So we should say this before we start shitting on it. It wasn't a poorly made movie. Yeah, it's not like the room. This is well made. This is highly produced. This is looks it looks great. 
a certain type of person will love this. Yes. Children, maybe. I don't even know if it's for children. That's the weird thing about Probably it. Probably people who are j- just into their 40s, maybe approaching 50. Will Sean like. Bass will love this movie. Yeah. Yes. If you grew up in the 80s, you will love it. It's not um, even a shot of Sean. That's just... 100% he will like this movie. Yes. He will. Uh, um, I, I personally am getting really sick of 80s nostalgia. Okay, Trey's we been should, bringing oh, this point up for like five well, years. Before you get into that, I should explain. Okay. Just if, if case you're listening and you haven't seen Go it. Go ahead. The movie is told exactly like a Christmas story. It is. In yeah. that... It is being narrated by Neil Patrick Harris in the present day, telling his daughter about a Christmas he wanted an NES from back in the eighties. It's a That's little more whole... comedic, you know. There's there's a little more playing with like facts and stuff than a Christmas yes. story. Yes, um, but it's that's essentially what it is. Also, the the uh, the movie poster says from the studio that brought you Elf really draw you in okay can i say something about elf (laughs) oh no i don't hate it i don't hate it if people like it trey doesn't like it no i've just never was that into it as much as other people were i i like it but i'm like not it's not my favorite christmas yeah because it's for children also the but i do enjoy the grinch the jim carrey grinch you have to watch something thoroughly enjoy that trey you like that tongue-in-cheek like adam does no, not at all. It's perfect. It Okay. It's an entertaining movie, but it's not a good movie. It's very good. No, it's not. You're just saying that because Adam says it. No, not everything I like has to be what Adam... I don't know. Uh, no, I do legitimately like that movie a lot. So, continue with your 8-bit Christmas hate. Go ahead. So, it's very much kids these days. Always on the yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Where the whole point of the present day thing is that his daughter wants a phone, but he's like, no, you can't have a phone. You're too young. I didn't have an NES. Here's the story of... of Here's why my childhood it. needs to be mimic your childhood, because I learned these facts, and you need to have the same experience. It had every 80s move, like 80s nostalgia stereotype. Like, there was the vest-wearing bully. Yeah. Dude, that, there was the nerdy, right, you know what? autistic that, kid. That was kind of funny, because I think... That whole bit was the bully looked like he was about 40. <laughs> and so that's kind of funny. That's like a funny kind of poke fun at those yeah, kind of the, movies. The Simpsons did that long yeah. ago. Yeah. They, it was well, wearing. Kearney has a kid and he drives. Right. A t-shirt was he wearing? He was wearing a... Uh, Iron Maiden. It's like the most... Yes. Yeah. yeah it yeah. is the most stereotypical It's like someone 80s. just looked up like the 80s on Google Images and was like, put <clears> this in here. So the 80s have turned into the 50s. The 80s are just, the 80s have like turned into like what the 50s were in the 80s. It's like nostalgic time. Like, think about the, think about like uh, Stand By Me, you know? That movie was about like how great the 50s were. Yeah, I guess it was Christmas Story. Right, Christmas Story. And also, Sandlot, Back to the Future. I'm sorry? Back to the Future. Yeah, Back to the Future. Like, and now, now you know it's a thirty-year time, right? And and I, but I think the '80s have stuck stuck around a little longer. Uh, they've kind of snuck into the 2020s, uh, and it '80s have kind of turned into the '50s. Of look how great it was back then. We used to ride our bikes, and did things outdoors, you know. Um, God, this so, movie loves sending kids outdoors. It yeah. does. Why did you get some fresh air out here, huh? You just like, fresh air. Like, yeah, it's like 20 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. You always on your video games? Uh, oh, yeah. So there's like yeah. a lot of things that happened. I would like to hit on a couple of the big things. A lot of, so number a lot one, of 80s references. So number one, there's a rich friend in the neighborhood or a rich kid in the neighborhood who gets all the NES games. And, and so they kill his dog. They go, they go over to his house to play. And he gets the power glove. And during a match, he gets so mad, he beats up the TV, and uh, it breaks and falls, and I thought murdered a dog. but He might have almost murdered the dog. I mean, they never show the dog alive again, but they they did say that uh, later, they were like, oh, it's it's at the hospital, but I think the dog may have died. 
Yeah. A dog would be. So good. you have count the eighties tropes. You have rich friend. Eighties trope, yeah. Bully with a Bully. jean jacket. <laughs> uh weird nerdy kid. Yep. He's probably on the spectrum. Fat friend. Yep, fat friend. Streetwise black friend. Also, yep. Um uh, you have a lot of uh, play like a girl kind of stuff. Yeah. Absent absentee parents. <laughs> yep. They're more poor than absentee. Sure. Or what does absentee mean? They just didn't really pay attention to their kids. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Then yes, you're right. Uh, question for you guys: uh-huh. When you were watching this movie, uh, did you think about how the dad in this movie? is probably the age of the kid in a Christmas story, like, would be in that era. Does that make sense? Um, say again? Okay, so the dad, so Steve Zahn's character right. in whatever, I don't remember what actual year this movie takes place. It was 88. But he is. he would probably be, if you rewind the time, he would have been Ralphie's age, probably... Whenever a Christmas yeah. story is supposed to take in the fifties or forties, whenever Christmas story is Christmas supposed to take story place. takes place in nineteen forty, so it's like really? it's like forty five years in the past. Oh, never mind then. I thought it was nineteen fifty, but yeah, never mind then. I retract my statement. Uh-huh. Although I guess I mean it's still possible. They never say how old his dad is, but... right? But, but mostly, I just meant like his his dad. Probably had the kind of dad that was in a Christmas story. Oh yeah, and Steve Zahn was sort of a dick dad. Yeah, yeah he was at pretty no point, abusive throughout. At no point though did he have his wife check to see if he had testicular cancer. <laughs> right, right, right. That's for all you White Lotus fans out there. Uh huh. Why did none of the kids want to come over to what was the kid's name? Uh, Stevie Jake. Jake, Jake Doyle. Jake's house, because he's, he's got that hot mom living over there, and no one wanted to come over. Hey, what's no, up with not that? Buying it. not buying it. I love they drink milk. They drink milk at night. I, I have a glass of milk with dinner. I do, too. Table. I drink milk. You have a problem with I milk? I do not. Dude, Chris yeah, the Fields is going to be pissed. Well, ice in That's there? That's fine. Chris and I have already talked about this. Okay. Uh, so, okay, there's a couple scenes we need to talk about. Number one, uh, he basically, like flirts with a nintendo machine yeah i think it goes beyond flirt that is a weird borderline creepy Where the nintendo machine's like oh yeah jake <clears throat> yeah. over the high score it's very sexual he's he's making love to a child he is that machine is yeah so basically the machine jake starts playing an nes in a like a mall Mm-hmm. The NES becomes sentient and talks to him while he's playing it, and kind of is like, "Oh yeah," without saying harder, faster, Jake. He's essentially the <laughs> machine is essentially doing that. Pretty much, it was his first molestation experience, Austin. Uh, Austin. Yeah, everyone in that movie got molested. Okay, I like to call it a molestation. Am I right? They're at the mall. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right. So we have that. Um, really nothing of consequence happens at school. Uh, they come up with a crazy plan to try to, uh... And they almost pull it off. Right. There's so many, and, like, little teases with the... When's he, when is he gonna get the system? And he never does, and that's the lesson, kids. A lot of it's vomit if you're poor, in this movie. you don't expect shit. A lot of vomit in this movie. Yeah, a lot of diarrhea Yeah, a lot talk. of vomit. It was the 80s. It was very hackneyed. The writing was that. That's what was. It's just a lot of references. Lot yeah, of... it was just kind of like it's like someone who makes the office their personality. It's like this movie, the eighties was Lasso. the plot. Yeah. Okay, Trey won't stop talking about so Ted this... Lasso because now everyone likes Ted Lasso. So Trey doesn't like Ted Lasso. <laughs> My favorite Lasso. character in this whole thing was uh, his friend. That's like really weird, or not his friend. It's like the nerdy outcast the kid. kid. Because there's yes. a nerdy kid, then there's an even nerdier kid. Yeah. No, so, okay, the nerdy kid, the other nerdy kid is not nerdy. He's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, weird. Probably what, autistic. What was funny, though, is we have some friends who have a son that looks very much like oh, that kid. No. Oh, no. 
and talks very much. Is it like Jebediah? Is it <laughs> no? So Jessica and I the whole time were like, "Man, I definitely have heard that kid say something almost <laughs> on par with what this other kid is saying." What did Jessica think of all this? Um, did she love? Did she it? love it? No, I don't think she loved it. That's good. So, like, oh my god, it's so great! <laughs> it is important to note that so Jessica's wow. whole family loves a Christmas story. Okay, so Barf. I think she was she was primed to be more into this than I was. Yeah, I think combined, she and I laughed maybe three times. So, did you think, actually enjoy this movie, or were you just trying to get us to watch it because you had? To? Um, because you okay, said it so, was a fun romp. I don't know that I used the word romp. <laughs> I said it was pretty okay. Hmm. Um, it is worth. I mean, I don't think it's. It's not any worse than a lot of other Christmas movies. Yeah, sure. I think. I think what Trey hates, specifically Trey hates, is that it's a nostalgia boner. Right. Movie. And I'm normally like, I don't like that, but I'm like, whatever. I can brush it off. It could not be brushed off in this movie. Every line yeah. was like, "Wasn't this great from the '80s?" Oh, we went outside. Oh, I had a bully too. Well, ah. yeah, like, like I think, um, what was that movie that came out? Uh, Super Eight was a good like Steven Spielberg nostalgia thing. I'm fine with movies that are nostalgic. Yeah, that was done well because it yeah. wasn't like, here's a thing from the eighties. Right. Like, Let's just. But name I don't even know that this could be done well. Like, I don't know a story like this could be done well. Well, they're trying to do a Christmas story. Well, it was. It's a book. As well. Maybe the book is not like this. Should we read the book now? No. Yeah, book report. Trey, no. book report. No. Yeah, we should. Trey, you should. I can't do a even book read report. The Hobbit. Come yeah, on. it's been sitting on your damn like chair. You're physically over there. unable to? It's yeah, the what? easiest book to read. Why won't you do it? I can't read it. It's a book for children. Yeah. I'm illiterate. It's almost 100 years old. Wow. Yeah, it's a book for children. Um. I wanted to read you some uh, user reviews of this movie, if you would like. User reviews? You just mean... Some, some you user ratings. Yeah, some user ratings. I'm using Metacritic, so they all it all says user. I see. Anyway, so here's a couple of things. Uh, user Ebola ate my face, gave it a zero. <laughs> uh-huh. And said, a Christmas story, but in the 80s with Nintendo. X... Our 8-bit Xmas is like watching a contrived, lazy script being pitched in real time to a bunch of cynical suats with no sense of shame or irony. Dreadful. Truly dreadful. I always hate the zero rating. Love that review. That's that's disingenuous. Okay, well, here's another one. Uh, Metacritic owner says, Average, adjective, of or relating to an average, estimated by average, forming an average, the average rainfall here is 180 inches. <laughs> All right. Uh, TV Jerry gave it a four and said, the only reason I wanted to watch this was for Neil Patrick Harris, in parentheses, gay adjacent. But it turns out he plays a father recounting his childhood story, so he's not on camera a lot. Focus is on his 10-year-old self in the 80s, uh, Chicago, where he wanted a new Nintendo for Christmas. If you read this and think this sounds like a Christmas story, you'd be right. Uh, it's always it's not Chicago. Especially, it's not especially Chicago. funny or clever. I'm fine with Chicago. I can't stand when movies are set in L.A. because it seems like just a lazy choice. Yeah. Uh, just like, oh, well, we don't have to travel anywhere. We can just shoot it I here. guess there were a lot of movies in Chicago in the 80s, too. Okay. I, I have two more I need to read you, and then we're done. <laughs> Uh, Jedi Master DH says, a new Christmas classic is born. This movie makes you believe it's another jingle all the way or a Christmas story type movie, but throws a curve at the end to provide a bit more heart than either. Some will say it's a cheap, cheesy ploy. I say that you have become too cynical. That's how you interpret it. If you grew up in the 80s, you will love this movie, and your I didn't. kids will too. I didn't. For anyone else, it might be a bit strange, and you may not laugh as hard, but you should still get this movie's message. Family. The 80s sucked. That's my message. Uh, 80s need finally, to go away. Maddie Ice 34 wrote... What's up, Maddie Ice? It's clearly a Christmas story for Gen Z, but I laughed consistency. Or consistently. 
Fun. Rhymes. Pretty mean for a Christmas movie, which I liked. Okay, weird. Uh, um, sorry. I, this is the only other one I will read. I just love reading these. Uh, Val Bal said, Given the fact that this film takes place in the 80s, I was expecting a slightly different approach, similar to The Good Boys. Trey, do you know what Good Boys is? Uh, are they like The Proud Boys? Oh, I don't know. It's a movie from 2019. I was hoping you would be able to tell me. No. All right. Because I was under the impression this is a movie for those who feel nostalgic about the time and that console generation. Unfortunately, this film is not rated R, which results in a childish humor and very light tone. Huh. However, hold on. A lighter find tone works. The good boys. The good boys. Oh yeah, of just course good Trey boys. Wants to find this. Now I gotta find some good boys. However, the lighter tone works for a family-friendly Christmas movie that surprised me with its heart and moral message. In times where kids grow up chasing materialistic things that supposedly could make them happy according to social media, this movie teaches a very valuable lesson and also manages to be kind of fun. Is it the good boy or the good boys? Just called good boys. Oh, you know what I know? I know what that movie is. That's the one with those three kids. It's the uh, Seth Rogen movie. Okay. Um, I just like that that yeah, review was. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not rated R. <laughs> yeah, this is where like all the kids cuss a lot. Oh, and it's with uh, Jacob Tremblay. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, they cuss right. a bunch. Jacob Dedimore's in it? Well, no. Uh, that scene of the podcast. I didn't think that the main kid looked anything like Neil. No, he cares. didn't. Not at all. It was kind of ugly, too, which I need my kids to be cute cute as hell. Yeah, he did not look like uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I think I think uh, Steve Zahn looks like he could be related, related to Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, but they both got the thin lips, big forehead. Yeah, Austin, they do. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> I yeah, I, I just think it was, it was very... It's just not a movie that I enjoy. I didn't enjoy it. Um, maybe some people will. I'm just tired of 80s stuff, and it needs to go away. All right, how many? Uh, how many? I don't know. Um, arcades out of ten do you give it? I gave it two out of five on Letterbox. You know, what? I was surprised. No arcade scene. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I know. No arcades. There was no bikes either. I mean, I guess there were. They were, but they were. They didn't like try to do a Stranger Things, like or you know, like try to be like ET with the kids on the bikes and they're they're riding their bikes. It it was also winter in Chicago. Shut up. Yeah, dumb fuck. Jeez. What you never been to Chicago? Yeah, I have. I love Chicago. Trey, your dad's from Chicago, isn't he? He is. You see, I should love eighty Chicago, but I don't. So you like Ferris Bueller? I do like Ferris Bueller. Me too. Uh, Alan, Alan, tu- uh, what's his name? Tudick? No, not Alan Tudick. Alan Tudick's? He, uh, Secession. I don't know. Not Alan Tudick. Alan, um, the guy who plays uh, Cam in Ferris Bueller is in Secession. Alan Ruck? <laughs> Alan Ruck, yes. Is he in Succession? Yeah. Oh. You know, Alan Ruck was 30 when he played Cam? He was 29. Well, I mean, he was like old. I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Because like, he's like an older man in secession. Right. He's like in his like late 50s. Did you see the thing where Netflix and Chill is canceled and now Succession and Suck Session is in? I'm all for that, man. <laughs> all right. Session's a good show. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that's eight, 80s Christmas. 80s Christmas. That was 80s Christmas, baby. 80s Christmas. Thank you, yeah, Connor. 80s Christmas. All right. So we can go two ways. I think for a Christmas special. I mean, mostly age can go both ways. You know, that's usually what happens. Is let's not let's just skip the news let's and let's go right to let's go to let's go right to pocket monsters. Yeah, we don't have much uh, news. Do we have week. news? Do there's, we have news? We really have the in Nindies. Yeah. yeah, we have the Nindies. We can talk about them when we come back from break. <sighs> yeah, we have a break. Yeah, the holidays. Trey. Oh, that break. I think you meant yeah. like the break. No, no, no. We don't do breaks anymore. <laughs> Come I know, on. ever since we left the studio. Yeah, it's just hard. Uh, yeah, well, 
so last week Trey shared this video that was kind of going around of a like doomsday preacher basically things go viral for so many reasons yes. Austin this was a we talked about it a little bit last week it's just a guy who looks like Kenny Powers who somehow corralled these people into his little church thing yeah called this the is prophecy club 1999 he, he's talking to them about why pokemon is evil and he's and it's also not just hey, that he, real quick yeah mm-hmm. is that a name a possible name for a future podcast what prophecy club sure i think he still might use the name though. yeah so this guy uh, he's talking about not just pokemon but like anything you could think of so he, he actually wrote a book on harry potter he talks a lot about Harry Potter. There's a whole nother episode where he just talks about Harry Potter. He talks about Star Wars. He talks about uh, video games in general. He talks about Dungeons and Dragons. He talks about Any Teletubbies. Media. Anything that has some kind of like... It's all Satan trying to get your kids. Right. Magic the Gathering, all that stuff. Is he the and the devil laughs guy? No. This is not, and that's the, another lady altogether. Do you think he watched that video and was pissed that he didn't think of that first? Probably. This guy might, I think he might have something going on because like. Oh no. His, what does that mean? I mean, yeah. his Twitter stuff is like. I don't think he's autistic or anything. I think he's just so far down his own rabbit hole that this is his What's his, his name? It is, his name's Stephen Dollins, and he's he's on Twitter, he's on Facebook, and his Twitter account is insane. Yeah, his Facebook's just as insane. It's all caps all the time, talking about, you know, the devil is in this media and that. And, like, someone's coming to attack him, and he's not been doing well, and just How do I spell weird. his name? D-O-L-L-I-N-S. Do you, do you think your parents might know him, Connor? <laughs> no, so the Stephen Dollins I found is... His bio says enslaved in the scrolls mathematics motion maze. That might be him. <laughs> really? He's it, Really? It's, it's like QAnon stuff without any of the secular stuff. Well, yeah, like No, no, no. no. This is this is just a guy who's really into fractals. I don't oh, think no, it's no, no, no. Like this guy is like and it's weird because uh, I've actually come across people like this. I remember taking a driver's ed class and the lady was one of those like she was very religious. I remember I brought up Harry Potter and she was like, it's evil. I'm like, well, there's good magic. Well, there's no good magic. It's all evil. Anything magic is evil. But then she like talked about how like George Bush was the devil. And so <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You're very religious. but you hate. So I think there are people like this who they think any one that is not the Lord is like any like one in political power is evil right if you're not jesus because you're only supposed to serve jesus you're not supposed to you know look to your president it's all the lord unless i just found him no this guy doesn't like trump either i just found him he is a uh karate enthusiast oh yeah for sure yeah this guy like he looks like danny mcbride hit the follow (laughs) I'm going to hit the follow on that Hit the one. follow. I did, too. So, Trey's got this video from 1999. It's it's a super cut of Stephen Dollins on this this long videotape called The Occult in Your Living Room. Right. And he's one of the guest speakers, and it's hosted by the Prophecy Club, which is this, like, church... It, I don't want to say church, because it gives church a bad name. This is, like, a weird, like, pseudo-extra-religious thing. Um, and I guess this tape was distributed to pa- concerned parents in the 90s. Uh, and so Stephen Dollins is a guest on here and talking specifically about Pokemon. And Trey has the video that was going around, which is a five-minute cut that someone put together of his best hits talking about Pokemon. So, Trey, if you'll fire off some of this at the beginning, we'll, we'll stop and start. And Pokemon. Pocket Monster. All right, the spiral. So... This isn't about him, but for some reason, Time Magazine, when they were talking about the phenomenon of Pokemon, decided to put Poliwhirl front yeah, and center. Yeah, why did Poliwhirl get <laughs> such a... like, the biggest center yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> like, Mewtwo and Charizard and Pikachu are all on there, and they're all behind Poliwhirl for some reason. It might Poliwhirl... be because of, like, the hypnotic swirl thing. Like, hey, it's like, hypnotic. Poliwhirl, not even the coolest. No, but why, no. Did, close... why did Time Magazine choose to put... Polyworld on the front because they, they're not 
I don't know. I don't know. Because the article's not talking about how it's evil. They're just like, oh, the kids live. This is crazy. It's just weird that that was chosen. Maybe there's like some kind of like hypnotized by Pokemon or something. Yeah. You know? Also, Poliwhirl really has lost its fastball. Like, <laughs> it's not. It was never a the big Pokemon. No. And it's weird that they picked that as the like. Yeah, this is what the kids love. They're big Poliwhirl people. It's not cute. It's not prominent in any of the media. Like, I don't know I don't know what the deal was. But uh, continue on, Trey. And it stands for what? Male fertility. It's supposed to be able to mesmerize and hypnotize its enemies. This character over here is called Mewtwo. Every time that you see Mewtwo, he's in you this pause mode. really quick. <laughs> I just love the, <laughs> I love the way he says it. Like, he's never said it out loud. He's Dude, all, it's only Mewtwo. It. So he says, he goes, this is... This is Mewtwo. <laughs> it's it's constant. And like I was listening to the Harry Potter one, and not only is he getting names wrong, he's like giving he's making false shit up. He's making shit up. He's like Harry's parents died in a car crash, and and that car crash there was a lightning bolt, and that was Volt. It, it's like, no, that's not what happened. You definitely didn't. I know you didn't read <laughs> the books, but you didn't look at the Wikipedia. Superpowers. You didn't look at the Wikipedia. They didn't die in a car crash, bro. Three fingers. Which was available. It's not like it's It hidden. means hail Satan. Cute little one. Everybody. Okay, everybody go. Oh, come on. Pikachu. His tail. It's a lightning bolt. And it's a satanic Z. The Pokemon trading card game is a new collectible card game that is made and distributed by Wizards of the Coast. What is a wizard? Male practitioner of black magic. Yeah, stop there. So, yeah, like... I I think the whole bit is anything that is magic is evil. Uh, also, apparently the letter Z is now evil, Z too. Z and Satan Lightning Bolt Z? is evil? I guess. Connor, what, what's up with this? Did Connor disappear? So, uh -oh. so I've got... I, I looked this guy up because I was... Okay. Oh, I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I yes. can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Thank you. Uh... You still hear me, Trey. Yeah, I hear yes. you, yes. It's not responding to are me. You, so are I'm you just can talking. you not hear? Oh wait, you might not be able to oh. hear us. I can, but I ask you a question. I said, can you I hear said me? yes, and I can hear no you. One responded. I think oh, we I think we gained some sort of hot yeah. delay here for a second. We will cut all this out. No, we won't. because well, uh, Trey doesn't want to. <laughs> We're gonna cut every single part of this out. No, my point was I looked this guy up. Uh did you know that he's a former Member of the Church of Sin. Yeah, that is kind of his bit. Because when they introduce him on the Prophecy Club videotape, they're like, "Today's guests include uh, an, an ex high priest of the Church of Satan," which sounds like something that he probably just made up and then told people. He's like, "Yeah, uh -huh. I'm a reformed member of the Church of Satan." Because the Church of Satan does not have people like this, like actual religious people. It's a whole, it's a completely secular thing, so I don't know. What yeah, the I don't know is. anything about it, but I do wonder if someone who calls himself a ex high priest of the Church of Satan is also more likely to get into telling you that Pokemon's evil than yes, probably. Okay, for I, sure. I just hear that guy like, hey, just hey guys, hey Satan, how you doing? You know, just <laughs> like Satan. Here we go. Cute little Pokemon. Can we agree <laughs> on that? Oh, I know he's cute, didn't he? Little satanic tail. Let the camera get a view of that. These pocket monsters are creatures that inhabit the world with humans. Got to catch them all. You don't need mom. You don't need dad. You don't need grandparents. You don't need aunts and uncles. You don't need school. And you probably don't even need a church because you're a master. This rap song that's played over again. And it says, I will travel across the land searching far and wide each Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. <laughs> and then it's enchanted to them. Gotta catch them all. Here's the next character. This is Misty. Pause it. Look at this. This is just like the monster energy lady. Yeah, it same is. Same cadence, same just picking apart every little thing. Also, he does make a good point there where he's like, no parents, no grandparents, no school, just Pokemon. They, in the Pokemon world, the parents do send out their 10-year-olds to just go live on their own in the woods with no schooling and no parents and no anything just to catch dangerous monsters. So he's got a point. 
Yeah, there's a grain of truth in everything, right, Connor? This delay is bad. <laughs> Where is he? Here, Connor, just sign off and sign back on. Oh. There we go. We will cut this out. Connor. Connor. Hello? I'm oh. back. Hey. There he is. All right. Trey, no, please. My, my, I, did we pause that you don't need your grandma? Yeah. Yeah. You guys comment on that already? Yeah. Am I late to the party on that? All no, right. no, we just finished talking about it. We can cut you in right here. No, I was just saying that's one of my favorites. That's a phrase I'm going to start using now. <laughs> don't need your mom. Don't need grandma. Don't need your mom. <laughs> don't probably need don't even need your aunt and uncle. I, I think one of them, he says, probably don't even need. <laughs> yeah. Your master. Grandma? Useless. What can she do for you? Nothing. Does she have <laughs> electric attacks? No. <laughs> if this was actually clear, you'd see that that's a halter top. It stops right there. Talk about Misty. Okay, pause. And she's pause right. well, hold on. She's headstrong and stubborn, constantly arguing with Ash. <laughs> Typical woman. <laughs> God forgive me. All right. The one person who laughs is a, is a lady. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, God forgive me. That's God the kind of humor, Connor. That's some boomer humor. Uh, That's some boomer humor. Okay, 100%. I have heard someone make a joke like that in like from the pulpit. And yeah. done the same exact thing. Like I've heard them be like, they'll they'll be like they'll be talking. They'll be like, blah 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 blah. You know, like my wife sometimes. Honey, forgive me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's some like, good humor. Be like, like essentially, he's bas like the person will stand up there and be like, women be shopping just like my wife. Am I right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> That's great. It's fun. It's fun. He's having fun. It's, we're having fun. We're having fun. Having fun up here. <laughs> Jesse and the other one's called James. And listen what it says about them. Well, biblical name. It says, prepare for trouble, make it double. Jesse and James are an evil gang looking to steal rare Pokemon. In the program, they're also prone to cross-dressing. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, and look here. This, really is Mew, this is Mew over here. M-E-U. He's kind of cute. And this is Mewtwo over here, complete with his satanic salute. And if you notice, that pose is always given with the left hand. 618 children had oh, suffered pause convulsions. pause really quick, please. Uh, if you're not watching the video, which you're probably not, but uh, it's the right hand that is up, yeah. Yeah. actually. <laughs> so. I, don't, I think this guy is not doing too well. Oh, yeah. Know. He's running from the law, or he owes some people some money, or something's going on. He he just gets things totally wrong. Well, yeah, he's a con man. He's just but he did get this story. The next story he's getting into, he did get right. It's about the kids that kind suffered of, but seizures. It, but he says no one knows what happened. Well, they do know what happened. It was the flashing lights, and he even says it, it was, here: the flashing lights. It was Porygon, so, yep. vomiting, irritated eyes, and other symptoms after watching Pokemon. There's something unusual about that. They don't know why it happened. Remember I said that they get their energy through energy balls. Little cute little Pikachu, and he's being energized by an energy ball. And now you notice he's not quite so cute anymore, and his little satanic tail is really erect. They actually show the energy <laughs> balls. Honestly. <laughs> uh, he's Nothing. referring just... to the, the trading... No, he's referring to the trading card game, the... Energy cards, where you know it has the little yeah. ball with like the typing, on, the type on it. That's what he's talking about as energy balls. Yeah, yeah, like he doesn't know what he's talking. Right, about. he just sees it. It looks evil, so he makes up a thing. Right. Sometimes your energy balls get so full, right. you just have to <laughs> get his tail's get your, all your erect. satanic tail all erect. <laughs> satanic yeah, tail is all erect. It gets all erect, dude. You just <laughs> gotta let it out. I can't get over this guy's, and I showed this to my mom, and she's like, "Yeah, I was so distracted by his hair. It looks like a caricature. Like <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> it this is looks weird. like a character it's Danny like... McBride would has played. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> he is doing frosted tips, but he's only frosted the bottom of his like, right, mullet. right, right. And uh, the only thing he's changed, like about his look today, is just no goatee, but he still looks exactly the same. Yeah, it is used." to make these monsters bigger and better. Look at the yellow. What do you see? Lightning bolt. Lightning, Lightning bolt. bolt. Look here. All-seeing eye. Up here is the clenched fist. 
symbol for rebellion, anarchy. Powerful witchcraft symbol where my finger is. Down here is another powerful witchcraft symbol. And down at the bottom here, this blue ball down in here, is the symbol for energy of water. Pause it. Earth. All right, we pa yeah, pause it I really bet quick. we could take any sort of media or yeah. video game or something and find just pieces of it and connect them to Satanism somehow. It's very interesting. The things that he pointed at were uh, a depiction of fire. <laughs> what? Avatar? And a, and a yeah. depiction of a singular leaf. Right. Yeah, and a hand, just a hand in a fist. I mean, he's making it all up. Right. I don't know that he thinks he's making it all up. Yeah, I, th I don't think he's a con artist. I think he genuinely believes that he sees that stuff, and he's like, oh, my God, that is the that is a closed fist. That is the symbol of anarchy and rebellion. I have to tell people about this. Yeah. I think I genuinely believe that that's what it is. And I think people at this time are like, I don't know what's happening. What are video games? Goes back right. to uh, goes back well, to bit Christmas when the parents try to cancel <laughs> Nintendo. Right, right. I mean, it's that satanic panic that happened in the seventies, happening in the in the nineties, in the early two thousands. Satanic panic was the eighties. That man. was the eighties. Oh, yeah. It was, it was very eighties. Okay. Oh, dude, the seventies they love Satan. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Wind and fire, the three basic elements of all witchcraft. There's and a war going on music. right now yeah. for the children because Satan wants them really bad. Got to catch them all. Got to get them while they're young. Got to induct satanic doctrine. For me and my family, we are going to serve the Lord. Not in the ways of these Pokemon. Induct? Not in the ways of witchcraft or oh, yeah. Satan yeah. worship. Look at this. Pokemon psychic surprise. Look at this. This <laughs> creature this. right here is called Haunter. Wrong. Little Pikachu down here, he's crying his eyes out. He's not cute, and even Ash doesn't look cute anymore. Those energy balls represent that the Pokemon get their power by supernatural occult ability. Abra Kadabra. The Kadabra character has a pentagram on his forehead. Is that and he true? Has S it, he has a star. So his head is an upside down star. It's supposed to be. He, a goat. He's right. On this, yeah, because is. it's supposed to be occult and satanic looking on purpose because Kadabra is like a psychic Kadabra. thing. And Alakazam oh, especially, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. But it's yes, supposed right. to have occult imagery because it's supposed to be spooky and psychic and mysterious. So he's he's right here. Yeah. Uh, 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 broken Clock is right. Alakazam yeah. looks the least occult of all of them. Right. Uh, and Kadabra is covered in the symbols that were on the, like, guessing cards when they were doing all those, like, government psychic tests in the 70s where they were having people guess which card, you know, they were holding up. Mm -hmm. He has some of those symbols on him. I've seen Ghostbusters. You don't have to tell me. I have not seen Ghostbusters. I have a long time ago. It's SS right. across his chest. Uh -oh. Satan's solemn servant. The Kadabra character is always made that up. Pause that really quick. His left hand. SS. He gave three S's. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said there was three S's. Satan, solemn, okay. solitude. Or but whatever. he straight up was just like, what's three letter? What's three words that start with an S? And I can throw in Satan in one of them. Hey, the devil laughs. <laughs> Satan's solemn servant. The Kadabra character is always pictured on the card with his left hand giving the satanic salute. Look at this. Look at this. Quebec teen stabbed at school over Pokemon cards. This was in Montreal. It's over the cards, my Look dude. Look at this. Yeah, like no one the was ever stabbed over her shoes or Noticed that they were paying records. more attention to Pokemon than they were her. So she waited for the deck to get back to this young man. And then she walked over and grabbed that deck out of his hand. He got up and struck her dead in the face with his fists. This stuff is nothing more than unadulterated witchcraft. And I have to wonder sometime it, when a, a, a grade school child is going to do what the Weeping Bell Razor Leaf Pokemon card says. It says this. Weeping Bell. It spits out poison powder to immobilize the enemy and then finishes the enemy with a spray of acid. Remember that the whole goal in all of these role-playing games, and especially in Pokemon, is to become the master. Yes. Yes. Our children are safe. Hail Pokemon! Yeah. He puts up the horns, the devil horns. 
So Connor, That's are wild. you uh, are you changed? Are you gonna play Pokemon? Can you again? see the light? Yeah, I'm. I'm done. I'm throwing away all my Pokemon. Are you gonna cards. teach your kids at Sunday school this? I only buy the energy balls, so this Pokemon. is a tough one. Pokemon. You know what? Here's the thing. I don't think the kids care about Pokemon. <gasps> Whoa. Uh, I have. Uh, I work with a guy who has a like five and eight year old, and then my friend has a an eight year old. I can tell you, they definitely. Are st- are obsessed with Pokemon? Are they? Because yes. the so the kids I know are really into the Legend of Zelda. Oh, well, those are cool neat. kids. So two of the kids dressed up as Link for Halloween. Damn. Uh, their mom knitted them a full Link oh, outfit that's for awesome. one of them. Uh, the other one has like a replica Master Sword that's like not made of metal because he's like four. And then uh, one of them is playing through. One of them builds um, out of like Legos and stuff. He'll build. Uh, what are the uh, what are the little spider looking robots from Breath of the Wild? The Guardians. Yes, like he builds them. Dang, that's because he loves cool ass kids. Yeah, so they we like hang they love kids. they love Zelda mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, none of them care about Pokemon. They all like Zelda and they like Mario Kart, and that's about it. Who doesn't that's like cool. Mario yeah. Kart? That's what I'm saying. Um, Connor, did you ever meet anyone that thought like? Because I know I knew a few people that were so like not, this. Not no Pokemon. I didn't meet Pokemon people like that. Harry Potter definitely. Uh, I wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter for a while. Jessica is certainly not allowed to read Harry Potter. Um, we have both since read all of them. Yeah. Uh, My family was guess, religious, but oh, guess sorry, what? what? They're like not even. In no way did I, was I like, hey. This is a real thing that applies to the real world here. Right. I saw a guy who did an article about it. He was like a fundamentalist Christian guy who had always been afraid of Harry Potter and actually then read them and then like wrote this whole article to church congregations around the country and was like, if you guys actually look into this, there's zero Satan, like occult stuff. He's like, most of the kids in the book are Christian and they're like, they go yeah. home for Christmas and he's like, because typically you associate like magic powers with like oh you're given those powers through Satan, but he was like this is it's all genetics and yeah it's, it's like, like yeah. Mm. And actually, it has like Christian morals and yeah. stuff like it's like the yeah. The and Jesus now she's story. anti-trans, so yeah, I mean, so yeah. that should be even more. <laughs> yeah, time to jump in. That's a whole nother can of horrible worms that keeps rearing its head. What if we find week? out only that like- Satoshi? Whatever his name is, is anti vehemently anti trans or something. No more Pokemon. Yeah. What do we do then? Uh, Yeah, that's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I I've met people who were like, yeah, my mom said I can't play it because it's evil or something like that. It is funny Uh, how like this stuff spread. You know what though? I definitely wasn't allowed to play Yu Gi Oh. Oh really? I think because the like art and stuff was much more like uh, dark and like kind of scary looking. Yeah. And so my parents were very like they were much more apprehensive of that. But also I think they were apprehensive of that because they were like, "This is anime. I'm not uh, comfortable with that. I didn't grow up with that." My parents were. I, there was stuff I wasn't allowed to watch, uh, but it was never for religious reasons. It was always like, "Oh, there's." swear it was usually just swearing sex or violence Mm -hmm. like my family was religious but it was never like a fundamentalist thing it was never yeah same with mine brought into media because i i showed my mom i'm like did you ever hear parents talk about this and she's like i guess i was just too busy raising kids to Ooh, that was a shot at you no that was a shot at other dang dude that was a shot at you that was a shot shot at at me not a shot shoddy so um We'll keep you updated on the. St- we'll get Stephen Dolan's on the podcast. We will see if we can get him on the podcast. To talk about Pokemon. <laughs> I so don't know thing. if I'd I want him. On. <laughs> number number one, I don't know that we could handle that. I don't think. Like, so. I don't know that Trey would be able to handle talking to Stephen. I Dolan's would be directly. able to handle it. I don't know if Austin. Would. Someone jokingly tweeted him in all caps last year about Pokemon Sword and Shield, and they were like, "Stephen, there's new evil afoot. What do you think of this?" <laughs> or something like that. And in all caps, he responded like. Satan is out every day trying to influence our kids, so he's still going at it. He's going at it. We could get him on. Yeah? Want to get him on? No. I'll look into it. Let's instead get someone who is 
pretty religious, but not in that way. Let's get Alex from Life Skills on. I would <laughs> love you want to get Alex on so bad. I do too. We could get him I just, on. We could get Motez. I, it could get Motez. <laughs> he's all Muslim and stuff, right? Whoa. Yes, he's okay. what I would call full blown Muslim. Full blown <laughs> Muslim. All right. It's like Corby's full blown Chinese friend. Yeah. Isn't that a fabric? Full blown Muslim? That would be the title of the podcast <laughs> in another world, another universe. <laughs> Isn't Muslim a type of fabric? No, muslin is a type of fabric. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, really quick, I'm going to hit you with some signs. So, please, uh, please. Uh, last night we got something that says, Like a Dragon is greater than Persona 5. Well, I don't like a Dragon means. is is uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's the newest Yakuza game that came out last year, and it is more of a JRPG. That sounds I like a cut song from Mulan. It's not. It's Yakuza. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is supposed to be really, really good. Okay. And, uh, you know, I don't know. We got another sign that says "Earthbound sucks." Damn. <laughs> uh, we got another one that says "Remake Bushido Blade." I think, yeah, Chris would know what that is. Oh, I know what Bushido Blade is. Okay. Uh, so there's a new there's a new character who debuted named Hook, and so someone made a sign that says uh, "Tom Nook is all elite." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then those are the big ones. Uh, we also saw a remake Mother Three. Saw a couple sure. of those last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, of course, why wouldn't you? Um, and I think those are the big ones. Hold on. Uh, someone had a sign that said "Bring Back Mutant League Hockey." What is that? You're not familiar with Mutant League? No. It's like an NES game where you play as like a zombies or. Uh, skeletons or lizard men, and you're playing that sounds hockey like or baseball <laughs> or football on the moon. On the moon, it sounds like uh, Jerry Rice and Nidus's dog football. I have that on Wii. Yeah, it's exactly like that. So there you go. Those were the signs from last night. I think. Let me see if there's any other ones. No, it appears those were the big ones. That made it last night. Well, Dang. thanks, Connor. You're welcome, Thank you guys. for your signs. Thanks for being You're on welcome. the podcast. Is this the last podcast of the year? I think it might no. be. We didn't even do a game Pro- of the year. Yeah, it's because it's not. We just probably won't do one next week, but we can do one the next week. Yeah, it would be, what, December 30th? Yeah. Well, yeah, which would be New Year's, blowout New Year's Eve Eve. <laughs> all yeah. the games I played this year, we'll talk about. We'll have all the big blowout guests on. All of them. We'll have them call in. We will. Special. All right, TC, uh, do a record a little something for us. Hail Pokemon. Hail Pokemon. That's, right. That's what this episode is called. Hail Pokemon. Pokemon. See ya. Bye. I had a dream that I was floating to your house in the summertime.
the summertime. Huh. Huh. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. When? When was it? Tell me. In the summertime. These visions, I can change them. Sort and rearrange them. A world of understanding. Which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall In the summertime